0: universal energy radio this is the lowest effect also known as sip and save um my name is alisa and i'm anna <laughs> um so hello to everybody hello to uh, raven and uh analytic witch hello good morning in the chat room um our regular host liz is doing something businessy and um probably uh Taking a little R and R in the process because of the location, so she is um, not going to be in today. She will be on on Thursday with Anna. I will be gone, um, doing my business. So, Goodness. But today it's cousin time, and um, we need a jingle for
1: that. It's cousin time. It's oh no, we're cousins. We're cousins. We're cousins.
0: We're cousins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it. That, like we don't have any other verse besides that. But I'm glad to have you on. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. This is a blast. Good we're, to be here. So what we're doing is we're sitting in the dining room of our home <laughs> and uh, having tea and I'm having some toast. So it's sort of a shy time.
1: Yeah. But earlier. Uh,
0: very,
1: yeah. very early. you us. said, A and I used to do shy time in the, in the, in the afternoon for um, actually Source Energy Radio, which is where we got our start. But uh, here we are. But yeah, no, it's it's been fun. i I've, I've uh, I'm glad you invited me. Thank you so much, and thanks, Liz, for stepping aside and letting me come on and and be you today. <laughs> I will try to intuit as best I can. She's pretty good about that. Yeah, I'm all right with it. I kind of do my own. My own thing, my own version of it. But yeah, no, this is fun. I mean, I've, Anita and I are still working out our stuff and getting our shows together, and I think this is great to be able to to get on. i you know, I go back and forth. I got to get my get, get my um, my schedule my schedule down so that uh, we can get more shows back on here.
0: Yeah, normally, um, folks, Anna does a show. On, it used to be on Sunday nights. Yeah. We'll with, get back in <laughs> our friend Anita Roush, She's an, an amazing um, intuitive as well, and and yeah, I, I think I think we've just been super busy, you know. And it's been well, we bought a house. Yeah, well, you know, just that. But yeah, we uh, we decided to
1: um, join forces there and bought uh, this amazing home in uh, Stone Mountain, Georgia. That's a that's a plug for Stone Mountain, Georgia. I was surprised I was talking to somebody else. A friend of mine that I know online, actually I know I've met her, but she doesn't live in the state of Georgia. And she's like, "Well, where did you get this?" House? I said, "It's Stone Mountain." She's like, I've "Never heard of that." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> it's just weird when no no one's ever heard of it. It's just a um, it's a huge rock, It's yeah. granite, piece of granite that Atlanta is basically built on. So, um, yeah, come visit. It's a it's a neat place. Yeah, <laughs> we like it. We're not actually in the mountain. We're kind of on the edge, so
0: pretty close to yeah, it. we're pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, and good morning to Healer Medium. That's our friend Jen from Canada. Oh, hi, Jen from Canada. Uh, she said no cards today. Well, we have. A, oh, we got a ton we've of cards. We got our own cards, but they're not they're not Liz's special um channeled cards. So the messages will be um, from. Um, numerology guidance cards, we've got we've got some the grand, conscious, yeah, Cash yeah, Records record cards. cards. What else we have? we got here? some shaman cards, um angel
1: cards. Angel blessing cards. Yeah. Our friend uh Marilyn Siegel, who we love so much. Um, uh, some Doreen Virtue, although she has sort of uh denied all of that now. It's okay. We love you, Doreen, still. You have that intuitive <laughs> nature. But uh I don't
0: know. Give it up for Jesus Christ. I'm okay with that. It's from Journey, right? Right. Shamanic cards. Okay, that's what we got. Okay. And so, Jen's asking, can I please have an Acoustic Records card? Ooh. No. This was one, uh, I think Anna and I shared custody of (laughs) this. Yeah, we shared custody. That's a good thing we bought a house together because those
1: cards would go from Georgia to Alabama to, out. you know, wherever I was traveling,
0: I'd swipe them for
1: a month or so and have to give them back. So it's all good. (laughs) But, yeah, the Akashic Record cards are are super, super cool. And so, yeah,
0: let's do a card. Clear it out. All right. So shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Um, We could do music, I guess. We don't have to, though. If you want to. I got you, a lot going on. I'm shuffling cards. You are shuffling. I'm shuffling. <laughs> Doreen, I' <laughs> we'll still love you.
1: <laughs> we do. You have to love her. You know, you just have to. And I, I wa- actually watched, I think I watched the video. I started watching the video of her after she was explaining a little bit about her now beliefs and, and things that are going on. And I thought it was interesting. And, and, and again, it's a journey. It's a belief. Everything is a belief and so um, for her to renounce uh, metaphysics basically and and really dig into christianity that's a it's a thing i mean that's it, it supports her it she feels it supports her she it feels it's, that's where her emotions lie
0: and so girl well, all right so i just pulled a card for you jen it's uh the number is 7 and the name oh. of it is called stated meeting stated meeting picture i'll just describe it to you it's uh taking place on like uh, probably a a square city square um there's a clock in the background like a a tall clock there's a tower and it's at noon high noon and there's a, a man and a woman uh approaching each other they're well dressed and it looks like um and they're happy, they're smiling, they're just, but they're not quite next to each other, just looking at each other, like they're walking towards each other. And then it looks like their higher selves are projected on top of, of the scene, and they're a lot closer. Like, not like, you know, in their face, but, but pretty close. They're very close. So, um, fated meeting. So, like, I think it's exactly what it says. It's it's one of these, and Anna's looking it
1: up right now. Well, I'm now. looking it up and it says um, you're coming to a very important relationship in your life. Either it's entirely new or it's an existing relationship being lifted to a much higher experience. So karma from the past lives, they have brought you together. So it's important for both of you to stay alert. Keep your individual and collective growth a priority and act with deference and compassion to yourselves and each other. If you both honor your karmic This could be one of the highest relationships you can know. Ooh, I got goosebumps on that. This card can also show a stated meeting with another about a work situation, a creative project, or an important purpose that you hold. This, too, is likely karmic. Perhaps it's a past life publisher, a spiritual teacher, a brother or sister. Whoever it is, a powerful and promising relationship, get ready. It's almost time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's. That's a zingy one. Wow. So, um, yeah. So it says, uh, whether this card is upright or reversed, notice the neighboring card, if any, to which the clock towers fire points. Oh, you didn't. You We only pulled the one card. Yeah, so take a deep breath and fill yourself with the expectation of someone special coming in. So the excitement of this important approach, it's somehow to know, to hold, and to help you. This potion is almost here. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I've never pulled that card before. I mean,
0: it's a yeah. it's a really big deck, so it's it's understandable that I haven't. There's plenty of cards I haven't pulled, but that's pretty cool. Thanks for um for asking for a card. Yeah. Um, ah, she's like, I should shave my leg. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't don't get all slack in these colder months now, you know <laughs> so it kind of covered um, a, a few things I just noticed you'd said um, hopefully the answer is work. Um, yeah, well, then then we have the number seven, so there there is that that number uh, the number seven with a card is a, a number of faith. So even though you think it's one thing, it, it's it's probably more than just one thing. Um, so you're thinking as I as I'm reading the description and, and and the the feeling I got when looking at it, is, oh, it's a faded meeting. There's you know there's a there's a romantic element to it, um, and yet, but who's to say it can't include work. Um, because the description actually oh, did you. read that there was it could also it could also be me.
1: This. It's, a crea- right. it's a co-creative experience, right. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So, um, and sometimes we have people that come into our lives, and you know, we, I can attest to this, Amen. That you know, we think, oh my God, I just went through this whole thing, or I had this conversation, or this experience, and it, you know, you didn't feel like it served you, but at the time, at the same time, you have to step back and go, wait, wait, wait a second. Mm-hmm. This is a gift. This person showed up for me. And so I want to take that to the next level, whatever that is. You know, how does this grow me? Mm-hmm. How does this help me? So that's it really, it's all about a co-creative experience. A lot of us have a tendency to say, I hope it's romantical. <laughs> I love it when it's romantical, right? So we want it to be romantical. It's co-creative, whatever that means. It could be romance. It could be a creative project. It could be work, or Whatever. Um, but you're right. It could be all mixed in there together. Um, so it's, uh, don't limit. Don't limit that. <laughs> don't limit that. Yeah.
0: Well, and and also our we kind of do our tunnel vision. We tend to think of this is what I'm focused on, and that's it. And yet we don't live life in a vacuum. Yeah, it can be both. And <laughs> sometimes when you're usually it happens when you're not even looking for it that you find someone that you really click with. Yeah, but when you're really looking for it, you don't find anybody you click with. Yeah, because well,
1: you're putting out the vibe that right. you're looking for something right. that's not there, and that's your vibe. And people don't get that but when you're when you're looking for something, um, it's it's the it's the absence of that that the, is in the vibe. That's the vibration, the absence of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: so very cool. So good luck. Um, and also, you know, if you, have, you need a spell, you need a spell to clean the house. She thought that she said that earlier. I need a spell to clean the house.
1: <laughs> um, just open some windows and burn some sage. Sister. Just grill, throw, you know, push that energy out the doors and windows, and um, yeah. There's that. There's that. <laughs> there's a lot of other things that,
0: that you can do. Yeah. yeah, so you're going back and looking at – I'm not looking at the chat. so That's um, interesting. Usually you, you're the one that's on it, you know. Yeah, my, I know. That's my, really weird. Oh, there's a whole thread here. I had no
1: idea. I'm, my, how my life has changed the last
0: couple of years, right? Ah, oh. oh, she said analytics. I, I do this all the time, and Jen does, and she's called me on a few times. I'm, I just think it's Jen because she's the one that, that is, like, always typing in stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh. Uh. yeah, but she's like – she said, oh – that was that was for analytic witch, haha. You know, like the the spell to clean oh. to clean the house. But you didn't request it. I see it on here that you did at Human Medium. But that was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Um, and Raven was talking about a rainbow <clears throat> that was at her back door. We always refer to any rainbow we see as we see as Raven's rainbow. My sister, because she seems to be around them all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. And then when my brother who um, is about to make a big move to Hawaii. When he's there, he, um, he always takes pictures of rainbows and puts them on our family thread. We've had, uh, really for the past four years, my dad has literally texted us every single day. That's so sweet. And um, we've had the experience of, um, we were, it's my, my, it was my brother and sister and I, and then about three years ago, um, we had a brother that, another brother that found us that my mom had given up for adoption. So that's an interesting story. But yeah, so he's on the thread with us now. So we are not—we are no longer just the rat. We're the brat.
0: (laughs) Bob Rose and Tony. rat. That's funny. I can't do that. And so yeah, so we put
1: pictures of all kinds of stuff, and Tony's constantly posting pictures of rainbows for my sister. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. Rainbows.
0: I'm holding on to this one. So I pulled another card, not necessary for you. Uh, Jen, I mean, I love you, but you've already got your card. I was just pulling a card. Um, well, and so it's um, it, it came upside down. It was a reverse, so it was upside down. And it's the number 14, which I thought was funny because yours was the number 7. Um, and it's the initiation and the count, St. Germain. So I'm assuming this dude that's sitting amongst uh, some pillars, uh, kind of on a raised stand, is St. Germain. And there are four... People facing him, and we're seeing the backs of them. Um, it looks like it looks like three women, possibly four women, or maybe three women, women and one man. Multicultural because that's the type of uh, card this uh, this person drew. And um, so Saint Germain, I associate obviously with the violet flame. Um, so there's a lot of transformation happening um, with him, but it's reversed. So this says. The time of your initiation has been upon you, but you are holding on to old ways and are resistant to the wonderful changing changes at hand. The old things and relationships that keep, you, um, that keep your energy low are not your um, safety net but rather the opposite. They keep you mired in difficulties. Even if the lower energy people and things keeping you down are gone, you may be stuck on their loss or just afraid to move on to something new. Whatever is keeping you from pursuing your highest evolution must be confronted. Don't walk your movement to a higher utilization of force and mind. With it you can change your life and the very face of the world. So the there's also at the very end of each of these cards there's something called the Akashic force and there's a little message that goes with that. And this one says close your eyes and see yourself on the path of your Initiation with the Count Saint Germain beside you. Feel your energy and receptivity heighten as your as your vibration quickens. Realizing there are no limits or hindrances. What's next for you? I'm chucking this one away because I need I need to do that. That's <laughs> for me. I don't know if it's for anybody else, but I know that's for me. Um. So let's see what's going on. Yeah, it is an interesting card. Um. She says, um, "Yeah, there are two people in the card." Yeah. Mhm. Well, in in your in your card, um, Jen, yeah, there were there were two people, but four four images of of people. It's like they're people and
1: they're higher self. They're higher selves. Yeah. Now, the, the way the picture presented itself. Yeah, um, it's your higher self. Yeah. You can snap that and put it on the universal energy page on Facebook or something, or I can post it on Instagram. Yeah. If anybody's on there.
0: I don't know, Jen, do you do you follow any of us on Instagram? Um yeah. But yeah, we could do that. We could put that on uh, on so you can see the picture. It's the way, but with the universal yeah, it's universal energy media on in
1: on uh Instagram. For so not the uh the marketing marketers. <laughs> I don't know, it's
0: on somewhere. <laughs> it's on that somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like half my job half the time is marketing
0: stuff for other people. And it's
1: just I just don't want to be that person for this. This should be yeah. This should be very much uh an energetic connection. Well, um, I actually
0: tucked away your card already, Jen. Sorry. What, the seven card? Yeah. Seven oh, okay. card is it's we'll find it. stacked we'll five hundred. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been interesting. So I like I like that this card is like a kick in the butt for me. Yeah,
1: it sounded like that was uh, yeah. Possibly I, a message for you.
0: Possibly it is. <laughs> I'm owning that. I'm owning that. Shift pivot. Just doing, just it. That's What we're doing. That's what we're doing. And in a way, I feel like Lois is kind of speaking through that because we, you know, most of most of my metaphysical studies were kind of amplified when I started w- start working with Lois in in the physical, you know, and she was here because she was also on her journey and was searching for so many ways to help heal herself of rheumatoid arthritis, which led to healing her relationship with her mother, which led to, you know, all these other things, you know, healing healing so many things. Not, the yeah, not just the first thing that, that comes to mind that you start mm-hmm. off doing, which is true for most journeys, right? It's like you think you're going to go here, and then all this other stuff happens. And I'm getting the image of um, the hobbits. <laughs> 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 We're just going to drop this ring in I this mountain. <laughs> And that's it. We're just going to hop on over there, drop it in, destroy it, come back, be done. Just that easy. We'll <laughs> be back in a jiff. You know, a trilogy later. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of how how this is. And I was the first time I ever heard of Saint Germain was because of Lois, and and also Saint Germain and the violet flame, and her favorite color was violet. violet yeah. So she. Really got into um, into that color scheme and um, anything with transformation. She had a, a deep respect for. So I know that working with Saint Germain is meant to is meant to you know you're going through the fire you know mm-hmm. of transformation. Oh yeah. So things are going to happen, but you have to step into it. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that too, soon. Well, we all do. I, I mean, do the do
1: the, world, the world has to. I mean, you need to look outside of outside of your, your norm and just out into the world and you can see that there's a, <clears throat> there's a, some, you know, we, for, it's transformation, that's the word I like to use because we are going through quite a bit here and, and uh, honestly, we are, you know, we talk about the age of Aquarius and all that, but the feminine energy, but really the masculine energy is, um, is fighting to, to stay and it just, it, it can't, it really can't and so there's a lot of that going on as well. Right, um, and there's a, like you and I talk about our programming being raised um, in this very. Uh, I don't want to say conservative. I don't think they were conservative at all, but they're they were very. Uh, well, think about it. Our dads came over, so we're like the first generation Americans in our family, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, our dads came over from another country, and so to give us technically quote unquote a better life, that type of thing. So, hello. <laughs> what was that? Anyway, so. You just, you, you, I look at all of that and how, um, you know, we were raised to think, oh, we were going to get married and, you know, we'd have a husband to take care of us. And, and you, you did do all that. I did
0: that. <laughs> I did.
1: I did all that. Yeah, okay.
0: Somebody did it. Yeah, and so, somebody did it. And it
1: wasn't me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um,
1: but yeah, we were raised on that. But then we real, that I know I realized that
0: that, that I me mean, it
1: didn't prepare me. I mean, my brothers. My my younger brother. I mean, he 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 got the the go. You know, he got the we're all supporting you. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to do you know all that. And it's, we were like la Don over here. I mean, I could I could have finished school. I did school a little bit. I went to art school, so you know, there's that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, you think about all those things that we weren't really. I, I know I wasn't really pushed to do. You guys were pushed a little bit more than I think we were as far as school and stuff goes. And, oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were saying, yeah, <laughs> we were giving carp Blanche and do whatever you want to do, basically, so I want to say there's that thing, and i was I've been thinking about this because it's like you know we were just it was that thing. I remember when I was married and my dad having this conversation with my husband about you know, this is your wife, and we need to take care of her, and I'm looking at him like I don't know where I don't know where that came from or what that's about, and I was quite capable of you know paying my half, right? and so it's a very interesting program that we were taught that we were going to be taken care of as as women in our families. And I think that that's interesting. I had this conversation actually with my sister when we went to Memphis a couple of weeks ago, and it's the same thing. And my sister, I mean, she's a powerhouse. She's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a powerhouse. Not only at home, super mom, that kind of thing, but also at work. I mean, her job. And so, um Yeah, I just, I look at that and I go, yeah, I don't know. But again, we play with numbers. We're always looking at numbers about personalities and stuff like that. And when we do all that stuff as well, we realize we were meant to be, um, you know, these specific, uh, not super specific, but in this range. Like I would, you know, I own my own business a long time. Now I do have a job. now. I do work, but I mean, I kind of like it. It's neat, different, but it's also like, uh, you know, I get to do all these other things. It frees me up to do other things that I want to do without the, you know, without the concern of, oh, I got to invoice this person and do this. But I do that too. I still do that, but not on the scale that I used to
0: anyway i'm just yammering here no but and here you know jen puts says it puts a lot of stress on the males Mm -hmm. that mindset needs to evolve which i think is true but you know what what it is and it's not strictly you know it's being embodied in you know a male form Mm -hmm. versus a female form Mm -hmm. Um, but we have both energies within us to express however however expresses and obviously if you're in a female form it's going to express a male energy is going to express a little differently and 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 you know vice versa so there there is a stress to um to hold yourself up to those ideals, almost like the fairy tales that we were told, yeah, like those are the all archetypes, so those yeah. are those are things that well, that's just how it works and and sometimes you realize well, sometimes that doesn't work, you know, maybe um you know, maybe the queen should have just stayed single and should have just you know. <laughs> Maybe the queen didn't need to, need to find a king, you know, or maybe she didn't need to make that alliance to make it stable. Maybe she could have figured out another way. You know, there, there are so many other possibilities, but when, you, when you're told these stories, and, um, and, and, and it's interesting because if you think of, you know, Disney's kind of the perpetuating some of these, even if they kind of twist it a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. they change it, which they have to change some of it because some of it's like, if you saw the original fairy tale, there's death and destruction to these kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, we're not going to do that. We're not going to. We're not going to. We're going to change that a little bit. I mean, so everything is, is, is open to reinterpretation. Yeah. So why wouldn't we look at how it's not just like stress on the males because what's happening is with that stress, um, a male tends to think, well, I just have to do more. I have to baddest and and um, dominate. Right. And so I think when push comes to shove, that male energy comes out and it's like, uh, no, you, you chill out for a moment. Like maybe, maybe you sit and have tea with your elders who are all women because they, all the women have not killed themselves trying to get better, you know, like they're, <laughs> they're actually tending to other things or balancing out the other half and that's why you have your elders there or grandmothers that you can sit and chat with if you're not too much of an ass to do it, you know. So, if you can appreciate that softer side without feeling like your masculinity is being um you know uh, threatened. threatened by doing so, yep. like oh, you had tea with a nannies huh you know mm-hmm. um you know I sold ten million dollars worth of whatever you know it's it's just interesting um but the thing is we also if we're on the other side of it, we can't assume that every man is like that because not everyone is
1: no, I find it really refreshing when I can sit down and have a very excellent spiritual conversation with a male with a guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because, yeah. And then you know, and 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 take it a step further too. I mean, you're looking at look at all the uh, the gender roles and the uh, labels and stuff that have shifted and changed. Actually, um we, Steph and I are having a conversation about that this weekend. And Jaden, my oh no, good, my son. And so we were actually sitting there talking about you know people labeling labeling themselves like really non gendered, and you have a good majority of people in this world that are on a, are like in the middle of that scale, which I think is interesting because it's not just male, female anymore. It's very much a a, a blur. <laughs> I'm like, I wish we didn't have labels to explain it all, which we didn't have to label each other and we just could be just who we are. But there's this blur in the middle that, you know, everybody's like, I'm going to take this part of it and I'm going to call myself pan. And I'm going to take this part of it I'm going to call myself bi. And I'm going to take this part of it and call myself Uh, gender neutral, or whatever. And so if you look at the little confusing pronouns, she, he, they, them, you know, we were trying to figure out all, we were talking about all of that this weekend, and I thought how interesting that we've come to this, but it's come to light, which I love, because, you know, go towards the light, right? Caroline? go (laughs) towards Anyway, so you you think about um, things that have come to light, have Mm. kind of come out, and um, that people just aren't strictly these, specific roles and like you said before, I mean you got you throw a lot of pressure on the on the guys or the you know, the, the guys to do this, but it's like again, back to a co creative experience. And I think now, I mean sadly but true, a lot of the old programs are flushing out. The older folks are you know passing they're crossing over mm-hmm. and so now you've got all these new things coming up and new things coming in and yes you've got a lot of resistance to a lot of it mm-hmm. too as well mm-hmm. but at the same time you're like look at the changes that are being made look at the changes that are being made look at the changes that are being made mm-hmm. so again co-creative experience and it's it's not i don't think it's and i'm not talking about like everybody has their own you know ideas of of relationships and things like that, but why can't we redefine relationships? Why can't we redefine gender, or not even
0: define it? You define it, you know. What's interesting is is it really goes back to the the first card we pulled for Jen mm-hmm. because this fated meeting, and we talked about how it it can't, it isn't always just about one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hope it's work, and it's like, and then you get the picture. It's like it's romantic. It looks romantic, but it doesn't have to be. Like it, it could, because once you shift. Anything, Mm -hmm. then everything else around you in relationship shifts. Mm -hmm. Whether they look at you like they are fat, crazy, or you know, or Mm -hmm. like, oh, that looks interesting. That actually looks kind of healthy. Hmm, Maybe I should check into that. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So as we're, you're right. As we're looking at all these different, um, like, I feel like we're like at the taking these little baby steps, and and you know, we can work with words. Mm-hmm. Um, and labels, and and that's part of it. But we get caught up with mm-hmm. the words and the labels. Right. So even in like saying, like, I don't want to define myself. People, are like, but but that doesn't make any sense because you're this and you're this. I can I can see you are this, you know, and, um, and but we're so much more. So it, it has been interesting. I think the first person I met who was going to go through some type of uh, you know gender. You know, reassignment. reassignment type thing was um oh, was through my friend Paige, um and it was another person who was in um divinity school or was going to go to divinity school, but that that, that person was already, you know, into a particular uh, like Unitarian church thing. So uh, when I met this person, this was just a very butch female, <laughs> and then but but he wanted to continue wanted to start using those pronouns, those yeah. masculine pronouns, mm-hmm. and, and, but didn't change um, his name to a masculine name mm-hmm. because the name that he had in, in, in its native language meant stranger. So he thought that was pretty appropriate. Okay, we'll just keep it that way. So, so this was, and this was in the mid to late 90s. When, and and it and it was just I'm like so I met I met this person as female, but then knew that I next time I would see him I would have to be using those, those names pronouns. those pronouns, yeah. and it was it was difficult, mm-hmm. and and then and you kind of get a little angry like why did you have to change it because now I you know, I got to do all this extra work <laughs> I have to do the work I
1: like yeah, I like inconveniencing you. Anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, you be yourself, I don't know. Right, I, it doesn't make any sense that you should actually
0: inconvenience me. All right. Well, how dare you? you? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, his name is Barb, mm. short for Barbara. Um, he would go to his doctor, and and it would be all kinds of awkward because it was it was you know originally for for. Feminine stuff, and now it's mm-hmm. like, uh, well, I'm going through this whole process. But maybe the doctor was fine with it. But, but then having to be in the waiting room, mm-hmm. and, or having to pick a bathroom. This mm-hmm. so this is back in the 90s, and that was a big deal. And, and oh, it's, back, it's a big deal and it's still a big deal now because when you see someone walking in, and you know everyone's on high alert. It's been interesting. Everyone's on high alert for you know if you see something, say something. But sometimes what you see is not what it is. Right. And if you're ready to just obliterate what you don't understand and if it's different from what you what you know. I like that
1: you're a medium. Yes, I'm that's with it. you on that, Jen. Yeah. Um, the the uh, why pronoun. You know, and that, that's something that, um, I, well, I'll tell a little story, <clears throat> which I think is interesting, too. Um, but I think you're right. I, I just don't think we need pronouns. I don't think we need male, female. I think we just, we are one and that's it. And at the same time, we're here to experience things. We're here to experience life and it's That favorite word of yours that I use, a visceral word, a visceral experience. And so, um, I have, I happen to have a transgender junior nephew Mm -hmm. and, uh, who kept his middle name. He Mm -hmm. changed his name to Ryan and, but he's named after my sister. So he's Ryan Rose and he loves that and he wanted to keep that. And he said, uh, my, my sister was so concerned for him Mm -hmm. and she said, you know, Ryan, I just don't want you to, I just don't want anything to happen to you. Some people are not nice. When they find out, you know, and Ryan looked at her and said, Mimi, by the time I'm in college, nobody will know that I was ever a girl. And so that was the, that was the conversation, which I love that my sister was having this conversation, which blows me away. Because my sister, oh, Lord, the stories I could tell. But she, um, my sister's just, if it's just, if it goes out of the box, we got to get that back in the box. Right. Gotta, you know, let's get that back in there and, you know, stuff that down, let's stuff that down. Right. So, um, love her. I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, there's some some conversations you just can't have. But it that whole thing, um, and my niece calling me and just say, Why can't she be a regular lesbian like everybody <laughs> else? What I thought was hilarious, was and I said, "Well, because that's not the that's not the journey at this point." Right. You think about the journey. The journey is here for us to expand and grow, and I'll keep going back to that. And trust me, I've used that as a mantra for myself to get myself like back mentally back on track because that you know I, there are so many things that come into our space that they are gifts for us, and so I will tell you that that just that one uh, that one change in pronouns. Has changed a family mm-hmm. in a beautiful way, absolutely beautiful way. Uh, with 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 his uncles, never never missed a beat. Boom, kept on going. You know, yeah. um, mom, his mom's very supportive. Um, you know, got him the counseling, got him the therapy, got him the pediatrician, got him everything that he needed. Uh, my sister was just like, you know, just beside herself. But we actually went to programs, safe school programs, all kinds of programs just to support Ryan. So it was really cool how everybody like kind of ganged up and got together to say we're going to support this child mm-hmm. in, this, in this role change. And so um, because going back to what Jen said, being one, because that decision that Ryan made or whoever in your life may make a decision, it affects the whole. I mean, it does affect the whole, and we can choose to resist it, but we can choose to flow with it. And in the past, I would have, I mean, my, my, my sister really, she talked to me and she said, I'm just afraid for him. I'm mm-hmm. afraid for him. And I said, you can't be afraid for him. One, that's not, the, that's not the energy you want to put out on your grandchild. But at the same time, look at your grandchild, mm-hmm. seriously. Like, look how easy and relaxed he is now. Mm-hmm. He's being himself, right? right? He's open to conversation. He's, um, one, he's a frickin' gorgeous kid. I mean, here, here's a funny joke. Here's a funny little story. Uh, we had gone to dinner one night, and um, my niece and, and Ryan and my sister and myself, and um, we we were kind of chuckling because they were so busy that Jen had to call in her boyfriend's order at the time. And, like, as, as she's at the booth, right? We're at the diner. We're at the Marietta diner. And so she calls in. She goes to pick it up, and that woman looks at her, and Ryan's standing right there, and the woman looks at my niece and says, your son is so gorgeous, he could be a girl. <laughs> like, you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, Bless her. But yeah, but Ryan's like six feet tall and I mean he I think he should be a model. He's just
0: gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: but that was we just love it because it's like ah, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? It is what it is. But yeah. it's uh, it's really shifted a family
0: in a very unique way. In a
1: good way. Um
0: Yeah. So 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 that's that's what's beautiful and what can come of it, because transformation. You know, the um transformation. that those same words that your sister said to Orion, my mom said to me when I came home, mm. she said, I'm just, you know I'm, I'm afraid, just so for afraid for you, for you. Yeah. and um and I' was like okay i can I can see that, but mm-hmm. but so you've been afraid for me because I've, I've I've been a girl anyway because I've always had a double standard with you,
1: mm-hmm. so all
0: the things you tell me I can't do is because you're afraid for me, mhm. You know, like well you can't do that even though, I've,
1: even though brothers, I even
0: though I have two older yeah, brothers yeah. who had just gone out and did all those things. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we have this, this imbalance and I think when I talked about this um a couple of shows ago, you know, we we've made these references to Disney, but by that whole, you know, how do we how do we treat our kids? And, you know, a lot of a lot of people like you know, I have a, a wonderful little niece, Isabel who can be a total terror if she wants to be, you know? Uh, she's super sweet, but the thing is, I think it's been it's been nice to hear my brother say, "Well, she can be whatever she wants." That's awesome. And and you know, um, her her mother was trying not to get a lot of pink stuff, but you know, a lot of a lot of stuff for girls just come, it comes becomes in pink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she's like, oh, all
1: right, she's cute and pink.
0: She is cute and pink. <laughs> it's a good color for her. But you know we have this mentality of oh she's a princess I'm going to treat her like a princess mm-hmm. and and that has its that comes with its own um, consequences right down the road where you know and I you know there it's again like an archetype but it pans out because you get people who are who feel like well no everything should be you know why aren't you serving me or you know. <laughs> Um, one day my prince will come and and then that, then I'll be okay. So it's the same kind of um, It'll be okay, and then your the prince will show up. Or it. princess, or princess. <laughs> or princess. <laughs> hello, that's hello. Yeah. Um. But, um so it, it it's interesting in that in that it it seems yeah, harmless. Because you you intend it to be like mm-hmm. you know I, I I love I love my little my little girl and I want her to 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 be um, you know to be loved and, and grow up feeling that and we tend to think oh but so I'll I'll just treat her like a princess, mm-hmm. and then we get mad when she acts like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like wait a minute, <laughs> Can you when, bring me my
1: bonbons? <laughs> when's uh when's her prince
0: coming to take you away? Is how old are you? Are you the so time for you to go out yet? Yeah, so we, we have these, um, we can allow them to
1: stay like little girls forever. Um, well, your mom, thank God, Isabel's here now because then the pressure's off because your mom was always about, oh my gosh. I have so much love to give.
0: Oh, much love. So much love.
1: <laughs> you know, she used my kids for a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I love does? them. Oh, I would love
0: them. I have so much love to give. I love them. And she does.
1: She does. She does okay. have a lot of love to give.
0: And and she is definitely of the but school, she you know wants
1: it the way she wants to love and be loved the way she wants to love and exactly. be loved. And that's the thing that's very different. It's like, why is my granddaughter not coming to me constantly? And it's that's why I laugh, because Isabel will go to your dad. Like, oh, yeah. Heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is yeah. hesitant a little bit with your mom. I'm like, that is so funny to me. The
0: energy flows yeah. very, very easily from Isabel to her, her Lolo, to her grandfather, yeah. because my dad... No the first time they all met, the first, like it took them how many months, six months before they finally were able to see each other face to face. My parents drove over from, from South Carolina and I was there, I was watching Isabel and, and everyone, you know, everyone was in the house and mom and dad come in and mom comes in first and she's so excited to see her granddaughter. And and so, you know, like my, Isabel was, was in my arms and was looking at, at my mom who's coming up the stairs and she didn't cringe at all, but she, she held her arms open, mm-hmm. like, oh, I know I'm supposed to give her a hug, mm-hmm. which I thought was super cool. I was like, oh, that's, that, that's a good sign, you know, mom's going to be happy with that. The so mom, of course, ended up, like swooped in, and, and then I think she was holding her, and then dad comes in, and he comes upstairs, and dad just has this huge smile on his face, mm-hmm. and instantly, when Isabel saw him, you know, smiled back, opened her arms, and like was leaning towards him. Yeah. Like, okay, now I need to, I need to give him a hug. He needs to hold me. Mm-hmm. And there's always been this ease with with him, because he's easy yeah. to 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 express that way. Yeah. he always has a smile on his face. Yeah, he's he's just in a he's vibe. A, he's just a joker. He's happy. He's, he's happy. happy. And my my mom carries the burdens of the world with her. Mm-hmm. You know, she does have a lot of love to give. She does, and she has a lot of worries to get to. <laughs> so, so I feel like, you know, at, you know, and she's in her 80s now. So, she's she's she makes some small changes, and that's all we can mm-hmm. that's all we can hope for mm-hmm. is that even in even when you know she sees that like, oh, she always she I always always asks for for her Lolo. I said, well, one it's easier for her to say Lolo <laughs> than Lola. She tries it though. Yeah. And when she does, you know, she's like, Oh, la la and, and mom's like, I'll take it. That's good You know. <laughs> but but she is yeah. she's not at least she doesn't seem to be as bitter about that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's more like a, she's resigned herself to to saying, Okay, well Isabel has a favorite grand parent in this set and it's the wine it means it's like again she does
1: think in those terms, but back to relationships, every relationship is different. Right. Like you have you know, you think about it, all relationships are different and one of the things that I had a discussion about this weekend is you don't get hundred percent of everything you need from one person. I
0: can't. You would just
1: You can't. You can't because eventually it's like no no energy exchange and you have no energy outlet, no energy so you've got you've got to have trees to hug, friends to go out with. Right family to talk to, I mean, and, and whatever definition that is for you, you know, some people, family isn't their blood blood family, but they have family. I have people that I consider family because I just, I adore them, and I've spent a lot of time with them, and I confide in them, mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing, but then I have my blood family, which is also amazing, so um, I've just, I've come to the conclusion I've been super blessed with, with people in my life, and, and um, just the stuff in my life, and that, and this Time of transformation has been, I kicked and screamed for a little bit, but then it's like, just go with it. Slow with it. What does it mean? How can I be my best self in all of this that's going on in the world? And how can you, it's not even how to manifest stuff, but it is, you know, people are like, I want this, I want that, I want, I want, I want. But also know that when you go through life with ease and grace, you receive. Whatever it is that you want, I mean that's a big that's a big deal too. So I think um, have a, having conversations with you can say Saint Germain or, or 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 your whoever your your guides are or any of that stuff. Having those conversations are amazing. But we are also here on this planet to take inspired action to have visceral experiences. Lisa's favorite word. <laughs> I'm going to get you a shirt that says this or this cool. <laughs> My visceral shirt. Yeah, visceral shirt. But, you know, <laughs> to have these experiences here on this planet, and to me, when you can look at any experience and just say, you know, this is for me, this is a gift, you know, now what am I going to do with it? To let it transform you. Let it grow you. Let it, you know, and all I can say is it's just it's a lot easier, and it's not about being a doormat. That's not what I'm talking about because somebody said don't be a doormat. Like what – it's not about being a doormat. It's just letting go of the stuff that just doesn't serve you. And even the people, you know, if, it, if, if it's not working, what do they say? You're the average of the five people that you hang around with the most. Mm. You know, so pay attention to the people you're hanging around with and associating with and having conversations with. And are they, is it an uplifting thing to you? It's not their responsibility. To up, you know, nobody's responsibility to uplift any of us. We have to do that ourselves. And. It's nice to have people again to co-create with, and so that we can experience this life on a, on just an amazing oh, say it visceral visceral. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but just enjoy this life it's for what it is. I mean, um, you know, the journey of us, you know, buying this house. It was we just chuckled at it, and you know, you and I had a couple of conversations about it, and you know, we. In a way, we just we chuckle because we're like so. Like I feel like I've up leveled my home from the home that I had before, um, in a sense. And then just the space, the beauty of the space. And you know, I'm like, I want people in our home. I want people to come visit. I want people to break bread with us. You know, cook meals. We have a fabulous kitchen. Gluten free bread. Gluten free bread. I'm yes. No, but I'm just. <laughs> my thing is, I you know. I just feel like, again, growth and expansion, growth and expansion, growth and expansion. And every time I have some sort of experience, whether I feel like it's a, a good experience or not good experience, I do look at it now as what's my gift in this and how does this grow and expand me as a human being? And how do I take that inspired action so that I'm not doing the same thing over and over and over again? You've got to break a record. Like if you're doing the same and having the same pattern or doing the same thing over, it's time to transform, break the record, even if it's one little step in a different direction. Break, scratch the record. I think that's a Tony Robbins thing mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Um, you know you want to do things that because awareness awareness is huge, and you're like hey, I keep doing I keep getting you know I keep dating the same people or I keep getting in the same relationships or or um i'm I'm the same thing happens to me over and over at work, the same people or it's not necessarily the same people, but the same incident happens. You can be surprised at how the, you know, I had a friend that moved from Miami to Atlanta to get away from certain people, and he's like, there are those same people here in Atlanta. It's like, yeah, what's the common denominator there? It's you and your energy.
0: So shift your energy. Like you said earlier, you know, when you shift your energy, you shift everything yeah. comes in. Everything yeah, everything has a different a different you know, a little light to it, you know, or or darkness to it, depending on where you're where you're yeah. looking
1: and how you're looking. Well, and love the dark. I mean get right. used to it and right. love it. And once you love it, guess what? You shine a light on it and guess what? It disappears. Woo. Right. It's like instead of stuffing it down. It's like face it and love it. You know, if you pick an, pick an issue. Pick an issue, any issue. And love it and squeeze it and call it George, and be surprised at how it will dissipate mm-hmm. because you called attention to it and you said, "Hey, there you are. I recognize you." And I, you, you and I have been going rounds and rounds. I'm not going to go rounds with you anymore. I'm going to love you this time. You know, I'm going to just going to hug you and love you, and I'm going to say, "This is mine." I kept saying that. What was I doing? I was like procrastinating and doing something. I'm like, "This is the thing. like you wait till the last minute to do this. You wait to the last minute to do this." And I have shifted to the point where um, I'm obnoxiously on time, and even like my daughter's 12th birthday, I had all of her, didn't I, Amy, I had all of her gifts wrapped and ready to go before before I went. I was like, this is so not me. I'm the person that stops <laughs> the the drugstore to buy the bag or the wrapping paper and the tape. I, I have everything in my trunk, right? And I'm wrapping as I go. I wrap the present and put it in there, and then I run off, and then I'm looking the envelope to the card just before I knock on the door. I mean, that, that used to be me. I'm not doing that anymore. That's just one example. But I really worked on loving the stuff that I don't necessarily love, you know, because I wasn't raised on birthdays and holidays. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. So I'm not used, I'm still, even though I have two kids and they're now 15 and 12, I mean, I recognize their birthdays all the time. I mean, I do it and I used to do, you know, the big, well, I guess I still do the big <laughs> don't I? I was the parent and actually this weekend that was so funny because that was a conversation. I was an awesome tooth fairy. I was like the most amazing tooth fairy and stuff that I'm so glad they stopped losing their teeth. <laughs> like, were you having a hard time, honey, the last four years because you didn't have your tooth fairy next to you? So that was, you know, and then, of course, James was sitting there and we're like, oops, the cat's out of the bag. And he just smiled. It's like, you were not aware that I was the most absolutely wonderful tooth fairy. But James like, no, no, nah, no. Nah. I knew you were the most wonderful tooth fairy. Thank you, honey. Anyway, that's a whole not- that's a book. I'm writing a book. I'm writing that book. But it won't be published for another uh, six years. Yeah. Kids have to be grown, yeah, yeah, to publish that one, but um, yeah. So you, you know, life is. I don't want to say messy. What's another word? It's it has a variety of interesting things that happen within it. So we have to embrace those interesting things, even though sometimes we may not want to embrace those interesting things. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's, it, I go back to transformation. We are in a mega transformative state right now and I think uh, <laughs> when have we not doing right, that's true <laughs> that's true it always has to. even if I like I love songs of the 60s and 70s and you listen to the words in those songs and you think man boy were they transforming you know were they moving
0: things were they being and they were aware that that was what was going yeah. on I think you listen to, to music now and I you know we sound like those old crotchety people you know <laughs> So, Back in the day when the music was so what, wonderful, what did I see? I saw this a few years ago. I saw a meme of um, it was it was like comparing the lyrics to songs, like mm-hmm. songs from twenty even twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Yeah, like the lyrics it was written by one person, and they were like we read like a paragraph, you know. There was like all this all these words, and then then the, the, I think it was a Justin Bieber song. They were they were comparing it to, <laughs> which was basically. Um, baby you know the yeah. word was baby like that was you could see just visually how it was just a repetition but it took like i think there were seven people listening to the songwriters for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like mm, okay so like, stevie wonder wrote, wrote was the one song was told the whole story this one is like baby seven people to to do this yeah so. um so there's there was an awareness of the times. And honestly, maybe this is a time where everyone's like, well, everything's automated and everything's just sort of you know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll just plug something in because it isn't so much about the, the con- is it, you know, is it sound okay? Is it this? And will it make a lot of money?
1: That, you know, I, I said that that money seems to be a motivating factor for so many things in this world. And it's like um, don't get me wrong, I love it. <laughs> and I have I'm working on my great relationship with it because you have to have a co-creative relationship to that. But it's an energy that is the result from, you know, we can go back to oh how you're thinking, but it's also a result of inspired action. And so to the degree that you allow it in your space, and I'm going to say that again because a lot of us grew up with, you know, the not necessarily a negative paradigms. You could be, you know, money doesn't grow on trees or it's not available. Well, yes it's available it's always it's always available and that's you know that's one of the things that I had to look back at and go you know if if my heads saying oh i I'm not going to be able to do that because it's like why why can't I do that trip or why can't and it's not a why can't I not it's like I'm in the process of and it shows up and all through my life even i remember i mean my biggest ordeal right, as a kid was when I was I was driving at 15, so nobody knew that. Everybody thought I was much older, but I wasn't. My parents let me drive at 15. It was gas money. Never had an issue. Always had gas money. If I didn't have it, my friends had it, and we went. So it was like that started that. But everything that I, from that point forward, it was like, it was, I, because I was looking back on a timeline of things that happened, and you got things, you know, bikes and skates and all the things that you get in your life, and that we had to pay, I had to pay for, right? So how do you get all that stuff? And it's like, oh, this opportunity showed up. You don't see it when you're in it as an opportunity, but it shows up. And it's like when you want stuff, the universe yields to you and says, I'm going to give you this project. Um, I just have to remember to invoice the project. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list of so many projects that I've done. And I was like, oh, God, i got to invoice. I'll do that this weekend. And I was like, oh. she, literally, she literally just looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, that's invoice. <laughs> So I was like, I, as I walk by that marker board that I list everything down, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to for that. But yeah, so because I, I know they show up, and I, you know, I'm, I want to say that I'm speaking from experience because I have had the, I feel like a wonderful wacky life, you know, and Elisa has been close to me pretty much the entire time, and she can tell you, someone else's perspective can say, oh my god, that crap's happening to you, but. Um, I didn't handle some of it gracefully for a little while. Oh, yeah. You were so, Elise has been so wonderful with reminding me, uh, you know, <laughs> you're free now. You can fly out of the cage. You're free now. You know, <laughs> I remember that one. But that so much, you know, I'd say the past two years has been about brain wave activity. So that's my that's my thing. I love stuff about the brain and shifting brain wave, uh, neural pathways and stuff like that. And um, that's the work that I'm playing with right now. And then, but two years before that, I was a, I was a little bit of a mess. I was a mess just trying to get through a, a breakup and, and a lot of other stuff that did not feel good. And, um, but, I don't want to say but, and turning that around and had so many people in my life to help me bounce things off of. And Elise is definitely one, like right there at the top of people who kept reminding me of, of my power You kept reminding me of my power and who I am and, and, you know, my perspective and saying, you know, this is, every person has a journey and just because somebody says something about you doesn't mean that it's true. Mm -hmm. And um, you have all these other people who are backing you up and saying, you know, you are and what did we talk about? Oh, we watched the matrix last night, but that's what they said. It's It's like I'm bending backwards, but I'm never hitting the ground. And that's really what it felt like because I had so many people literally carrying me and I thought that was wonderful in such a amazing energetic way.
0: Um to help well, with
1: that. What's interesting, you know,
0: in all of this is that and you're a great example because you do. You have so much power. And and you, you influence people whether you intend to or not, just by being you. It's I feel like, like, like that that's a to various degrees. People in our family, the Bangalore family, like my dad, does that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. He doesn't even think about it. He just, you know, he's charming. He's charming. He wins over people left and right. He makes tons of friends. My mom gets jealous of him on, on our trips on our cruises. <laughs> like he's got half the, the half boat half the them. boat, like staff included. You know, like mm-hmm. hey, calling the boss or you know, hey sir, what can I get for you? And you know, he he makes friends very easily, and he, and he and he shared that energy because he genuinely enjoys meeting people. Right. So it's when, I, when, when when you were going through some tough times, you, you shut down because you feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, I mean, I can definitely tell. I can tell when you talk to a particular person. I know I know <laughs> uh, if it's been, it was a good conversation or a bad conversation. Yeah. I, you don't even you have to tell me that you talked to that person. I already know. Mm-hmm. And I don't even need to know what the content of it is. I already know it's affected you. Right. So that's just uh, to be able to remind you of how much more energy you have when you're not having to tamp it down mm-hmm. because we get trained to do certain things after a while to kind of get along and get by and then we realize that after a while like oh, crap I just totally gave all that power away right. and yeah. um, and and so when when you actually so there's a there's a part in a Shawshank Redemption where the guy is, is released from prison, but he doesn't know how to have a right. function. He's staying in that room.
1: And he doesn't know how to a function because,
0: yeah. because he was so used to a certain um, a regiment of, of his daily life right. that he couldn't handle the idea of being free of, or actually not even the idea of being free. He just didn't know how to, how to function. Mm-hmm. So he ends up killing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you are no longer in a prison right and so you need to be able to think about why you are saying certain things or, or assuming that you can't because mm-hmm. of this phantom relationship mm-hmm. that told you you couldn't because if you if you did you'd have to deal with that what the consequences of why did you defy what i was just telling you not to do <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: 18 years of programming right 18 years right of programming right so. and you do things too like when you have kids you just you don't want to rock the boat which i did obviously oh, yeah. rock the boat but um, yeah. Well, you are so, the only one walking the boat. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was only me doing. Yeah. It was, and even my son was like, I see the double standards, you know, yeah. and and that's not fair. But he's like, but I live with mom now, and and I'll do what she says until da da da. He'll be driving next year, so he's quite excited. <laughs> yeah. So through that, but I can tell you, like this weekend, my twelfth daughter's twelfth birthday, we spent the weekend at a water park, and it was probably the best conversation I've had with my ex, and. Probably seven years. (laughs) I mean, even yeah. So um, things are turning around, which you expect them to, because life does get better and better. That's my motto. You know, life gets better and better, in whatever way. It's just figuring out a way to communicate, and that was our biggest thing. Is even though I thought we were on this, you know, for years, I thought, oh, we're on the same page. We're going to be, but we weren't. We absolutely weren't. And you're absolutely right. I was not able to be myself because I was too too flamboyant or too big of a personality for someone to handle, and when someone can't handle that, the noise that I make, because <laughs> I'll make some noise, and I'm wacky, and I'm silly, probably tell with all my little comments, and we sing and stuff, and that's not a, that's an
0: unusual thing, some people can't handle it, mm-hmm. <laughs> some people just can't. Well, some people can't, but the thing is, you know, you, you, that was a choice to, to decide to well, let me mod- You, you, let you me modify, modify me myself, myself yeah. and then you modified yourself so much that you're like, I'm really unhappy. Yeah. So the last few years have been me finding
1: me, yeah. and that's been incredible. Yeah. And um, you know, just all the opportunities that have shown up, I've not had to go searching for something. Um, they've just shown up. The and there's more. There's more. You know, co-creative experiences with a lot of different people. Um, my friend Eric and I were looking. We met Eric. Mm-hmm. He's, I call him a Dutch boyfriend. <laughs> he's, um, he's very much into, um, you know, wanting to start a creative space for people to come in. So we'll see how that goes, too. He just holds his house. So he's looking for some land and, um, so we, we can do possibly a, a retreat space. That would be really nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, I, didn't, and I've always, I had this idea from almost, you know, day one of my sort of waking up. And so it got to the point where I just knew, knew I wasn't going to be able to do this myself, you know. Um, and I just haven't even really thought about it and let it go. Put it out in the universe and let it go. And four years ago, I met Eric, but I wasn't in the headspace to have a conversation with him. Yeah, and this time around, um, you know, finally I got into the headspace and we've been having conversation, not only uh, with him, you. He was at the house and, you know, hanging out and chatting with Amy, chatting with Glow. I mean, that's, you know, Gloria from Gloria Parker, um, is a good friend of ours and uh she does the psychic fairs here in the Atlanta area every month, And uh she she is she's seventy five years old. We call her the psychic bartender. She she's got a mouth like, you know, you need to wash it out with soap <laughs> about five times a day. Um, but she is um she's very lives you know, she she listens to God. I mean she's she's that person, intuits it that way and it's been interesting to to connect with her and and become really good friends with her and um yeah it's, it's just wait just crazy stuff that's happened I think it's good again
0: transformation, transformation. <laughs> I it. well thank you so much for for being on today with me thought it was always a good conversation with you most of the time you know these are the conversations we have just on the regular you know yeah. we're just not always recording it but um, we appreciate all of you for listening in um. Jen, uh, thanks for asking to pull a card. There's a really good card. So a couple of good cards that came out of yeah. that, really, um, to revisit this this tarot deck. But um, everyone, Anna will be back on, on Thursday with, um, with Liz, and so you can get your, your usual guided messages um, on Thursday, and then we'll be back on next week, Tuesday. But um, thank you, everybody, again, for listening. This has been Elisa and Anna. And Anna. And a banana. Mm -hmm. And um,
1: we'll end with your tagline because I like that too. Oh, life is a journey. Be happy where you are and watch where it takes you. Love you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.